Hey everyone, and welcome to the Healthy is Hot podcast. I'm your host, Chloe Wild, entertainment reporter by day, sweatpant connoisseur by night. From hashtag to movement, we believe that loving all sides of you is what's healthy, and healthy is hot. Join us as we have raw, real conversations with badass individuals living passionate lives, thriving to make their dreams come true, and diving deep into how they got to where they are. And the best part? How health is a key component of all of it. From the highs to the lows, we get into it. From fitness to mental health to aspirational careers, get ready to be inspired. Also, we don't hold back. There might be swearing, there's definitely going to be some laughing, and hopefully you can take something away from these conversations to live your best life, to live your healthiest hot life. All right, guys, happy Monday. If you're listening to this on the day that the podcast comes out, I am in Uganda for a very special trip with Finca, an organization I'm involved with. And next week's episode of the podcast is going to be a special one. I'm actually going to be recording it from Uganda, telling you guys all about why I'm there, what I'm doing, and who I'm there with. But let's not skip ahead too much, shall we? Let's talk about today. Today we've got Phil McKenzie. He's a retired professional rugby player who retired two years ago. And once he retired, he was like, you know what? I love fitness. I love training people. This is what I want to do with my life. And then he realized training people one-on-one, he kind of capped out with how many people he could help. So he took Lean Squad online and now is able to help so many other people. We get candid about being a dad. He's got a cutie, a two-year-old named Hudson. Intermittent fasting, how that was the biggest game changer for him. Why rest days are important. He used to train all the time, six, seven days a week, six hours with rugby. Now, 45 minutes, hit workout four to five times a week. It is amazing talking to him, and he truly is the definition of lean. So I was just loving talking to him, and it was just really nice to have a male voice on the pad. On the bleh, oh my gosh, I can't speak, but I'm not gonna edit it out. It was really nice to have a male voice on the podcast. So enjoy this week's episode of the Healthy Is Hot podcast with Phil McKenzie. Okay, so this is a a podcast of first for me. A using some brand new gear. I feel very fancy holding a microphone. And B, you're our first male guest. Wow, really? Yes. Well, I'm very honored. And that makes me really, really happy because a lot of our writers are female. A lot of the runners that come out to the run club are males, uh, are females. But we do have guys that come out. And I think that the stories and the experiences you have are amazing and so different than anyone. And I want this to be, you know, for everybody. So the fact that you are here with me right now is so exciting. You're I'm like, excited. you're bringing some, you're bringing some androgyny to yeah. the podcast. <laughs> perfect. Perfect. I'll do my best. And it was fun because for the podcast is still relatively new. So I was doing a lot of the outreach at the beginning and then your name got flipped to my inbox being like, this would be a really, really cool guest. So how, like, did you know about the HIH pod? Yeah, it was actually from a squatty. So uh, I'll give a shout out to Jenny Stranges. Jenny, uh, we yeah, love you. Yeah, she threw your name out there. She's like, oh my God, I think it'd be really cool if you went on there. I've been following. It's really good. Uh, and then so I, I reached out and one thing led to another and here I am. Yes. <laughs> and you you mentioned the term squatty. Yeah. You're repping a t-shirt that says squatty. <laughs> yes. So I feel like we, that's I where we have you to one. start. I brought you one. <gasps> you don't have to ever wear it, but I did bring you one. I want to be a squatty. now you're part of the squad. 
I want to be part yeah. of the fam. Like, you're <laughs> part of the HIH fam. I want to yeah. be part of the Lean Squad fam. Exactly. Okay, let's start right there because yeah. you were repping it. We already talked about one of your squaddies. Yeah. Talk to me about Lean Squad. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, it's been a bit of a wild ride. So I did used to be a professional rugby player and then uh, two years ago retired, having no idea what I was going to do. Uh, obviously, I was one of those guys when, when you play, you know, in, in pro sports or whatever, there's always some guys who love to train. Mm-hmm. And I was like a diehard, like I loved going to the gym, you know, I love the fitness aspect of it. Uh, and so when I retired, trying to figure out what I was going to do, start training some friends in my area and then quickly in my parents' basement uh, while we were building a house and then quickly needed to start a new gym with uh, and that quickly filled up. And then I, you know, you were so limited when you're training in person uh, in, in terms of your reach. So I wanted to go online and try and reach as many people as possible. And that's when I started doing the online Lean Squad. So the, the Lean Squad, uh, the name came from a group chat that was uh, with my buddies who wanted to get lean for my bachelor party. And <laughs> needless to say, they did get it lean and they loved it. They really yeah. did. They all live in the city. They're all working like, you know, really intense jobs. So the idea was like hit training, super intense, super short, uh, and try and make a plan for each one of my buddies. And then I kind of carried that forward, uh, combining food and making it, you know, fun, enjoyable. And that's kind of where the Lean Squad was born. And uh, for two years now, that's uh, that's where it's led me now. It's pretty amazing to think how much it's grown in two years. Like two years is not that long. And yet you kind of reached capacity with what you could do in real life with clients, with your reach. And so you decided to go digital. And now you've got this online community of people that just want to get lean, want to get healthy. When you started this two years ago, did you ever think you'd be here? I mean, that's not that long ago. I know. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't it doesn't seem like it. Time really has flown by. I think, uh, you know, it's definitely exceeded my expectations. You know, I was happy to help at first, like helping one person a yeah. month. And then, you know, it started snowballing. And now it's this huge community, which is amazing to be a part of. And they keep me motivated. They keep me excited because, uh, you know, it's it's. I think it's something we all take for granted, our health, Mm -hmm. and to be able to have your health and, you know, feel good. The differences aren't just about how you look, it's like how you feel, and that's the biggest thing for me, and something, you know, that's so important in my life, and, you know, being a dad now, uh, feeling good is is really important. Yeah, because you've got, how old is Hudson? He's two, yeah. He's two, so at two years old... I'm assuming that's a lot of energy. Oh my God. You don't eat like I try and explain to my buddies. I'm like, you guys, wait, wait till you have a kid. It's crazy. I mean, the amount of energy in like this little body is nuts. You know, we, w- we woke up this morning. Uh, he woke up, came back from gym. First thing he wants to do is go back outside, like straight away, not eat breakfast. He just wants to go outside and play. And then you could be out there for like four hours. So it's, uh, it's intense. It's probably motivating too to see your little guy so full of energy and you're like I want to keep up like as a family we got to keep up so that we can provide him an amazing exciting life of adventure that happens to be really healthy but also happens to be really fun totally I mean you know again with lean squad like we're so fortunate we can travel all over the world bring I think Hudson uh, has done over 24 flights now in in two years Uh, does he he have nexus oh (laughs) he does this is brutal this is brutal (laughs) so my wife filled out hers and Hudson's net nexus yeah. and not mine. Rude. So, yeah, I know. So they go, we go to the airport and they just jet off. <laughs> I was in line like an hour and a half the other day and I'm like, please do my nexus. But uh, they've got it. So he's uh, he's a frequent flyer, which is awesome. I think, you know, now we're in a day and age where yeah. like traveling is like what you need to travel, yeah. right? You need to experience. I saw you were just away, weren't traveling you? Traveling for me is like the 
best thing for my mental health and for my creativity. Oh, totally. If I, I don't do well uh, with feeling stagnant. And I also, I love routine, but there's got to be some dynamic elements to my routine. It's like going into the office every day. I can do it, but I do struggle. So I love that my job has me traveling a lot. And then only a couple years ago did I really start traveling for me personally. And I just fell in love. And I was like, I need to see the world. I need to taste all the food and meet all the people and hear all the accents and smell all the smells and just kind of soak it all up. And then every time I come back, I come back reinvigorated. I come back more creative, more focused, and more driven to kind of just keep at it. Yeah, I mean, I, that's the same for me. I think, you know, with rugby, we traveled a yeah. lot. Um, but, I, you know, when I, was, when I was playing rugby, like this is one of my biggest regrets is when I was playing rugby. I mean, it, it is it's, it's Catch-22 is... I, ha I was so focused. Like, I was never the best player. Yeah. So, I, you know, I'd work really hard. Um, but when we were doing all this traveling, I'd be like, oh, guys, you know, I'm going to rest today instead of going seeing the sights. And as I got older, I'm like, what am I doing? Get out. And, you know, I, it, it actually changed the way I played. I played a lot, like, looser, you know, freer. Uh, and, you know, now travel is, like, the huge part of my life. I can't imagine not being able to do it because like you said it influences so many aspects of yeah. your outlook on life really and it's nice that you can do it with your family oh yeah yeah hudson's uh he's a frequent flyer like he loves it <laughs> it's, it's insane is he a good baby like a toddler on a plane oh he's like some the kids best. are annoying af and i know it's not yeah. their fault maybe they're <laughs> teasing but like i don't have a kid so i can get really annoyed by yeah. the, the ones that just cry the whole time feel for them i feel for them but then there's some kids on planes that are just angels uh, i'm like how do you get one of those yeah. <laughs> you need to sign up with the high tech. well he's like active he won't sleep anymore yeah. but he won't cry or scream or anything he's just like moving around um he's a little older now so he has his own seat oh. which is like good and bad because it's an extra flight you yep. gotta pay for um but i mean all in all you can't he's like probably one of the best travelers but i used to be one of those people like why is that baby crying and now i'm like oh my god i feel so bad for the parents <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> has being a dad changed the way you look at health and fitness in the long term oh it was like the bit you know i again rugby we would work out for like an hour and a half uh as one of our sessions, you know, we'd be training for six hours, probably, you know, four or five times a week, plus your game. And the moment uh, Brody got pregnant, she's like, that's not happening. I was like, wow, I need to, you know, really tighten things up. So short, sharp, uh, you know, I only ever work out four or five times a week. Um, and then again, you know, for me, it's like, what I eat and you know, I've, I fast a lot now, which is like, so makes life so easy as a dad, uh, and helps, you know, staying fit and, and, uh, and not putting on too much yeah. weight there. So <laughs> the dad bod. Uh, yeah, the dad bod. I'm trying to go for that new dad bod, you know, I, we gotta flip, we gotta flip the script on dad bod. I know. Because I know. people are real proud of their dad <laughs> yeah. bods. And I'm like, come on guys, come on guys. I like, know. Do you boo? But at the same time, like let's make the dad bod a healthy dad. Yeah. Bod. Yeah. Well, I need to, when we finish this, I'll show you my, uh, my granddad who's 76 he's got like the og dad bod like ultra lean it's insane but that goes back like inspiration for you know being healthy like my granddad is working on my house right now uh and he's 76 wow hudson's great granddad i think he's 78 sorry um and you know it go like you get so much more to life mm -hmm. right it's not about like how you look but it's about being able to lift the piece of wood or whatever you know run with Hudson, all that stuff. So for me, that's like, you know, big, big inspiration. That's something that we can all look forward to. Because I think right now when people think mid to late 70s, they think, well, you're kind of a mobile, you're just hanging out, maybe you're in an old folks home. 
totally. But no, yeah, no. I know. I know. You got to go for like that, like energetic, like travel the world. Like yeah. that's what I'm aiming for. You know, I want to be like <laughs> old and I'll live my like, best life yeah, when I'm yeah, 70. Yeah, exactly. You don't want to shut it down. Right. And I think people are starting, at least in my experience, like, you know, watch my dad too. He still, whenever he's home, he still wants to work, you know, keep your mind active, keep your body going. Like those are, those are big parts of enjoying what you've worked hard for in your life, right? Now you mentioned intermittent fasting or fasting. Yeah. I don't know if you're doing intermittent. I'm so curious to learn how you are doing it because I know it's different for everyone. You kind of got to find the method, the the routine that works for you. But as someone who's very, very fit, you know, you're very busy. You've got lots of energy. What are your views on intermittent fasting and fasting? And like, why are you loving it so much? Okay. I I think that is like the biggest game changer, especially like any, you know, I think a lot of women get intimidated by it. Mm -hmm. Um, but for me, it literally was like the single-handedly biggest life-changing uh, change I made in how I approach fitness. So rugby, again, like I would nap two hours a day, like, and I would eat so much food because you're told as like an athlete, you know, you need to be eating like 5,000 calories a day. Like yeah. I would eat two chickens. It was dis- when I look back, it was like disgusting what I was uh, what I was eating. And then as I got older, I started changing that towards the end of my career. Uh, and I noticed like, and then starting fasting and I noticed the biggest change in energy levels. I never nap anymore. Uh, you know, I wake up way earlier, uh, feel way better and I'm equally as strong and as fit as I was when I was training, you know, six hours a day, which is really bizarre. Right. So for me, fasting again, I don't say like, Hey, you have to Mm -hmm. fast 16 hours. Um, but like today I'm, I'm going to CBC after this. So I figured I'd get a nice little hit cardio workout in and then fast till after we finish this podcast. So probably be like 17, 18 hours for me, but I don't do that every day. So if we, if you were like, Hey, let's have breakfast right now, I would have breakfast. I'd break my fast without feeling guilty. You know, I've done my hit. Um, I think the biggest thing for me is, you know, trying for me, I go to bed at 10. So no, uh, I'm slowly, I'm slowly getting creeping to down. I used to be the type of person <laughs> yeah. that went to bed at like one, one thirty, and I pride myself. Yeah. I'm like, I'm a night owl. Yeah. Now like 10 30 rolls around. I'm like, what uh, am I, I doing? I, awake? I, I need to get some <laughs> sleep. Oh, I'm Last on night that. was a friend's birthday and 11 o'clock rolled around. I was like, it's time to go. You shut it down. Time to go Cause I got to work out in the morning <laughs> and uh, it's getting late. What time were you, what time do you wake up? Um, so it varies a little bit, but right now I'm hovering around like the 6:45 a.m. Okay, time, nice. Which used to be really brutal. Yeah. And now I love it. Like yeah. I get up, I go do my workout. You win the day before yeah. it's even started. And I can do my workouts in the morning on no food. That yeah. I'm really used to. And I've always loved the idea of intermittent fasting, but I have this mental block where I worry and I'm concerned that I'm going to either feel like my blood sugar's crashing or I'm going to get hangry and be a bitch on camera and on set, which is not really fair to the crew yeah. around me because I feel like when I don't eat for too long, I feel like that, like when your body almost starts to overheat. And then I associate that with, oh, your blood sugar is low, so you should probably get something. So I have this mental block where I'm like a little bit afraid to do it, but I've heard only most positive things about intermittent fasting from mental acuity to fat loss to just being able to sleep better. Yeah, I think you need to, like, what I suggest to, to squatties is if you've never done it before, so. 16 eight hour method is what like I kind of premise my fasting but again if I hit 14 hours I'm not you know I'm not like oh my god I need to hold out for two more hours I'm just gonna guilt-free eat after 14 hours right Uh, and again you know I might extend it a little bit especially if I'm like traveling and I'm eating bad then I'll try and go like 18 hours uh, and just burn a little more or if I'm out 
you know, partying with friends or whatever, and I'll try and fast the next morning, at least skip breakfast. Um, but I think it, having a little bit of uh, ability to play with it is mm -hmm. really good for your mental health and your body. Um, but I tell beginners, uh, all the squatties, I say, hey, try getting to like 12 hours. So if you finish your dinner at eight, you know, try just going 12 hours is only to 8 a.m. Yeah. You know, that's not long. Right. So to get to 10 a.m. isn't a big ask. And then the next day, you know, you just try and push it. And once you get that 16, like, you know, even uh, when I'm on set, I find I try and fast before I go because uh, some of the food at I'm not going to name names is not very craft lean. Craft services <laughs> is usually, it's getting better. I will say the more I do on sets, craft services um, yeah. is getting better. There's more nuts and fruits, but it's still a lot of processed. Processed, I know, processed. which I find like when I start, you know, picking out on that stuff, I really feel like, you know, it gets down to me, it, my clarity. Uh, so I try and go on set and like try and fast. Uh, and I find I get like a, an alertness, yeah. aware, um, but again, it's just trying to do what works for your body. So if you can push it, like, you know, if you're doing the 12 hours, try and go an extra hour. And then all of a sudden you're at 13 and the next day it won't be a huge ask, right? In your view, let's say you're fasting till 12 or 1 in the afternoon. Yeah. In the morning, I'm a caffeine addict. Oh, can I have, I've, can I have my oh coffee? Oh my God, crushed black, coffee. black, I guess? Yes, black. I go black yeah. coffee. Uh, again, if you're just starting out, like a splash of almond milk. Yeah. But I do go black coffee. Uh Again, you know, bringing it back to rugby, caffeine is one of the only proven supplements to physically improve performance, reaction time, workouts. So uh, we would always have caffeine before our games. Uh, they dole out the uh, caffeine pills, probably a high dosage <laughs> that I'm not recommending everyone takes. But I do start every morning with a coffee uh, and it also blunts your hunger. So if you, you know, if you're feeling hungry and your tummy's rumbling, yeah. uh, coffee's not a bad call at all. Oh, I really want to do it. Yeah, I go for it. Go it. for it for a week. Yeah. Just try and do like a little bit extra each day. Yeah. I think I can do it. I you can, can do it. it. I think the in mornings are usually so busy anyways. Yeah. And I get my workout in and the next, you know, a couple hours have passed. And then I bet by the time you get to that first meal, you're ready to savor it. And you also want to make better choices. Choices. Because you've just made this big commitment and this big choice to fast for 12, 14, maybe 16 hours. Yeah. So when it comes time to eating, your fast is over. You're ready to sit down and enjoy. When you're not out with the, your boys or on <laughs> set or traveling, when it comes to food... You know, what are you recommending to your squatties? Yeah. So, I, again, you know, food is such a big part of our lives, right? And, again, I, I neglected it when I was playing rugby earlier in my career and started to pay a lot more attention to it. But it, it's all about flexibility. So, I think I don't know how, how you eat and, and your philosophy. But for me, you, the, the standard chicken breast and a piece of broccoli is not a way to live your life, right? And so, I like spices. I try and make it fun. You know, we've got so many ingredients now, um, like cauliflower rice, zucchini noodles, all of these things that are nutrient-dense that make eating healthy, like, really enjoyable, right? So, uh, I still have carbs, too. I, you know, I have post-workout, I'll always have a, a carbohydrate-based meal. Um, so, like, sweet potato, rice, whatever it is, uh, avocado on toast i'm sure you've got some followers who love uh, some classic I mean, avocado toast like yeah avocado <laughs> i know toast. that's a crime if but you don't like it real talk you <laughs> flip the script on avocado toast <laughs> the video of you making sweet potato oh, toast oh yeah, yeah yeah i that that is fucking hilarious <laughs> i've watched it and watched it again the, the noises you make basically like go check out Lee Scott's instagram it's amazing he's making basically one of the options was avocado toast but instead of toast you're using sweet potato and then you delivered two other options one was like 
Yeah, it was uh, almond with it, uh, almond butter, which is insane with bananas. So obviously that's like, you know, yeah. healthy fats and carbs. Uh, and what was the other one? But uh, the almond butter sweet potato toast is like, ins- like you have to try it. I would have never thought it's to insane. sweet potato as toast. Oh, and you actually crazy. toast it. Yeah, so you toast it. So if you're it, listening, yeah. uh, from what I remember is like you slice it up, you bake it, <laughs> yeah. and you take it out, you put it in a little Tupperware, keep it in the fridge, and when you're ready and you want just your avocado it. toast, but you don't want the bread, you just put it in the toaster. Oh, it's so good. It's like, it's actually probably too good. It gets me a little, uh, a little excited, <laughs> but you need to be excited yeah. about your food, right? Yeah. I think, you know, there's so many like crash diets. I was looking at one and I hope no one's done this. Uh, I think it was like flat tummy or something. I think it was Chris Kardashian was doing an ad for it and it was like, don't eat and just have these shakes. And it's like, you know, it's, that's not a good way to look at a long-term lifestyle right they're my least favorite influencers oh. especially <laughs> when it comes to promoting I mean, their quote health yeah items oh, because they're the least and furthest thing from health and yet they have access and this massive platform so, yeah. and girls looking up to them and guys looking up to them that will then go buy these laxative teas and these shakes that all you eat yeah. and then Let's say you do it and you feel great, but then you go back to eating regularly. You haven't learned jack shit about nutrition or how to care for your body or how to do it long term. Yeah. And that, oh, I, I totally agree. I mean, like, you know, to put that out to millions of people, you like, you know, it's not a good mm-hmm. thing to be doing. Right. Uh, for a paycheck, you know, that's something yeah. for, for Lean Squad. I try and align with yeah. like only people that I really, you know, align with Lean Squad. Right. It's like, you know, <laughs> if someone offered me in an I would, it would, I'd have to turn yeah. it down. Right. It just wouldn't, it wouldn't make sense. Have you been able to find good partnerships with people that you align with as far as ethos and messaging and values go? Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, as lean squads grown, it's certainly uh, being approached more. I think it's really important to be able to say no. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you know, I'm like a different person from when I played rugby because rugby, like Twitter just started and I was like anything free I want, you know, or any, like we'd take anything and I wouldn't even use half the stuff. And now my outlook's entirely different. Right. I think, uh, I think it's, it's changed and it's led to, you know, some amazing opportunities. Like I just did, I was picked by Apple as one of 15 people, um, in the world. It was like, it was, re- they really downplayed who they picked. And I'm not sure how I got on this list, but it was, uh, like Kygo, Diplo, Chris Hemingsworth, and then Mackenzie so <laughs> I'm not sure how I got on there but when we were talking on the phone she's like yeah do you want to do this playlist thing I'm like yeah. obviously like I love Apple uh, and she didn't tell me anything else like total Apple uh, surprise and then I saw the list and I was like okay you really downplayed this wow yeah so that was that was is really it top cool. secret or no what, it's like out now you can get the playlist uh, yeah I've got what kind of music do we see on there uh, so I, that's, I kept, a good, that's like a sick group of people to be a part oh, of by the way it was ridiculous it was like uh sean mendez is on there uh just Canadian. a couple of you know, know names you <laughs> yeah. may or may not have heard guys <laughs> yeah. okay so let's say we go to the phil's playlist what yeah, kind of music so are we to gonna apple, hear like where it was is you'd go to apple's browse page and they had a summer series and then you'd go in and you'd see all those people and you can just download phil mckenzie so i think if you search yeah. like phil mckenzie uh it'll come up right away and it's all like you know uh some new songs gonna update it all summer High tempo, get you going, a uh, little bit of dance, a little bit of, you know, fun. Yeah. Uh, you know, you need good music. I don't know if you're a big music girl or... If I go to the gym and the music is crap, 
I've been known to leave. Oh, I wow. really like if if I'm not vibing with it, <laughs> yeah. like I it frustrates and annoys nervous. me. I'm a little nervous. No, most most gyms yeah. know what to do. It's only okay. happened once, but it was okay. just it just was not for me. Yeah. Um, especially if you're doing a hit style workout, which yeah. is fast paced, high energy. The breaks are short. The work is hard. Yeah. You need music that gets you pumped oh, up. Like for it's sure. such an important part of of my workout routine when I go running. It has to be has to be good music, and I, so I think music is a really important part of the fitness culture oh massive like it, you know i listen to music every single workout uh i got those air this isn't a plug by the way yeah uh, i'm a big fan <laughs> literally all my stuff is <laughs> yeah, apple and also not a I plug know. it's just genuinely right stuff that I I'm, like. an, I'm an Apple snob, so I've been an Apple diehard since day one. But uh, I had the AirPods. How it actually came about is I did a post with the AirPods, like, yeah. just randomly in a picture. And uh, someone messaged me and being like, hey, by any chance are you sponsored by Apple? And I'm like, is this spam? Because I don't think Apple sponsors anyone. (laughs) (laughs) And she's like, okay, uh, I actually work for Apple. Leave it with me. And then two weeks later, I got the phone call. So it's a small world, uh, you know, social media now. When it is a small world, especially in Toronto, even though Toronto is a big city, it's such a small world, especially the fitness community, especially people trying to do good, that for me, I always kind of cringe when I see people acting negatively towards other people like I think kindness goes such a long way I think we live in a, a world now where it's way better to help each other out than try to like put the other person down and especially with business relationships or clients or collabing with other brands like kindness needs to be at the forefront of the way all communication goes and I think that that's the best way to kind of maintain longevity for sure I mean you know even if you had a online you know fitness plan like we can still work together. There's 7 billion people in the world, <laughs> right? So it's like, there's no point in hating on yeah. someone who's in the same space. And then, you know, I, I'm starting to see it now as it's grown, like, you know, some negative comments on, uh, on stuff. Uh, I, I still don't know how to handle them. If, you know, if you want to get in a, a little bit of a tit for tat or however, whatever you phrase it, but it's just like, why, why be yeah. bring that negativity? Like, Trolls you know? will always exist. Unfortunately, yeah. I think people that troll online, I always like to think that <laughs> hurt people hurt people. Like whatever yeah. that person's going, going through, through is, you know, their their negativity is being thrown on you. You can engage, but if you end up engaging, I don't know that it's actually going to do anything. And if I get trolled, I'll engage, but I'll engage with so much kindness. Like I will kill them with kindness. Oh, really? Yeah, because so that's the key. That's but that's like yeah, my like tactic. It. Either I, like I just it. don't engage and if it irks me and it yeah. does piss me off, then I'll I'll try to kill them with kindness. Yeah. And I end up like thanking them for their troll and wishing them a great day and like I know, letting giving them giving you know. a little bit of engagement yeah. there. But then someone <laughs> who Julie Black was an amazing Canadian singer she once told me she's like haters are great like thank your haters because they keep you on your toes because the people <laughs> who question you or the people that troll you kind of make you think like wait mm. am I doing this right and yeah. you probably are but it's not bad to be like questioned now and then yeah 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 it's a it's a brute like I can't imagine just creeping the like w- especially when they troll you they probably follow you oh yeah so it's like why are you following me if it irks you you know like what if I mean? you hate me so yeah. much go follow somebody yeah. else that button is right there I know unfollow Easy, yeah. <laughs> craziness yeah craziness. I have a, I have a hard time with with negativity and social media can be such a toxic place mm. which is why you know what you're doing with lean squad is great because if you go and follow the Instagram page for lean squad like it's it's empowering it's positive it's funny like there's personality there it's also something that makes everyone feel like they can be a part of it and I love your approach to fitness because it used to be like work out as much as you can for as many hours of the day as you can don't take rest days whereas you're saying 
No, actually, you can get a great workout in in less than an hour, and rest days are important. Oh, I literally, that's funny you brought that. I got a DM right before, and this this guy's like, hey, I work out seven days a week. Um, I'm a little tired. <laughs> uh, should I take a rest day? I'm like, no shit. Take, take the rest day. You've earned it. You've earned it. You know what I mean? But it's like it's rest is so important for your body to be able to recover and yeah. to improve. If you don't, if you work out seven days a week, like, first of all, you're going to be exhausted and you're not going to have the energy that you should have from working out. Um, and B, you can't, your body can't uh, recover. Yeah. And so you're not going to be able to perform and, and improve each time you go in the gym. So for me, it's like two to three rest days a week. Um, again, coming from rugby where I was like the nerd, I wanted to go in every day. But I've noticed such a big change in having rest and coming to terms with, hey, it's my day off. You know what I mean? Like, enjoy it. And you get that. You get like a whole extra hour. Yeah. You know, by the time you get changed, you do your 40, 45 minutes, you shower. Yeah. You've got yourself a bonus hour on I your hands. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm, try I'm still figuring that one out. I don't know how you feel. Do you sleep in or on rest days? <sighs> I'm not. It's, it's funny that I'm talking about the importance of rest days. I'm not great at taking rest days unless what? my schedule doesn't allow it. So, like, yesterday um, was a really, really long day. Yeah. And so I had a forced rest day. But had I had the time, I probably would have done something, maybe nothing too drastic, maybe, like, a hot yoga class or something. Okay, okay. But right. I basically, what I'll do is I'll, there's very rarely a day where I won't do any type of physical activity. But on days where I've, like, done a lot of HIIT workouts, I'll go do a hot yoga class. Or I'll go do, like, a shakeout 5K. But as far as, like, just hardcore hit, <laughs> yeah. hit workouts. Just a casual Just, a, just a, you know, a little, like a little five. Yeah. A little five. <laughs> no, I, so I, I struggle with it because I, I need movement in my life. It, it's a really important part of my life. But I'll do yoga. I'll yeah. do something that's a little bit more subtle, a little bit, you know, softer on my body. Something that's more for my mental health. Yeah, and I, I, I can definitely get on board with that. Like, hot yoga. Love hot yoga. That would be... That would I probably coin that up as a rest yeah. day. Yeah. Okay. You know, so we're good. I'm we're not good. Like, but I haven't done it in a while. Um, but again, you know, moving like I'll go out and you know play tennis yeah. or basketball or whatever it is. Like that to me is just part of every day. Yeah. Uh, I don't lie in bed when I say rest. <laughs> you know. Just sitting yeah, there just, with a yeah. big bowl of popcorn, <laughs> yeah. just binging. Because yeah. uh, then you're not gonna feel great. But totally, like I've been, you know in terms of like getting active, like an incline walk or something like that is, yeah. is not, you know, super taxing. It's just finding that balance, right? You don't want to go a hundred miles. You can't be doing hit training, you know, no. seven days a week, your body would break down, you would break down and you'd be like, this is the worst program ever, Phil. I love hit training. Yeah. I love it. Is that and, your go-to? Yeah. It's definitely my, my fave right now. And I love, um, the way that on your site, you say that if you want to go to the gym and do it, you'll provide them a plan where they can use weights. If they just want to do it at home with their body weight, like that's okay too. So this is nice that you're creating a plan that's not only personalized, but like personalized to a point where they're comfortable with where they're working out. Because not everybody likes to go to a gym. Some people love it. You get out of the house, you go, you do your thing. And some people kind of like just doing it in the comfort of their own home. For sure. I think, you know, that again is like my, my biggest thing when I started Lean Squad is like I want to include everyone. Mm -hmm. I don't... So, you know, it's, it's been incredible to have, like, 16-year-old girls sign up for, you know, sport to a 60, I think the oldest is 63 or 64 woman who's trying to, you know, get fit. So it's never too late. And, you know, whether you want to do a couple of days at home with no weight or a couple of days at the gym or combination, whatever it is, you know, my goal is to make the perfect plan for you. Because if you enjoy it, mm -hmm. like, you're going to do it for the rest of your life. And, uh you know, I was in Florida not too long ago. I think I was there for six weeks, and I went to the gym, I think, 
three times in six weeks. So I just worked outside every day. I yeah. had like a kettlebell, just got outside, a lot of body weight stuff, a lot of kettlebell stuff, uh, short and sharp. And like I came back and I was like, you know, I, I look pretty much identical. Yeah. There's not a lot of change in my body a year. You know, I'm not going away being like, I need to lose like five pounds. I just try and stay even keel the whole year. And then that's, that's, and that's, that's the way to live life. Yeah. Cause the whole yo-yoing back and oh, forth yeah. is filled with so much guilt, so much resentment that it's like, you don't end up enjoying it. It just becomes a job. Oh man. I remember I trained when I was training, uh, right when I started lean squad, uh, this incredible woman and she was telling me about this di- I think it might've been the Atkins. I'm not a hundred percent sure. Or it was actually, they got sh- injections. I don't know. Yeah, it was like a vi- like it was like you're on 600 calories a day and you get this injection of like vitamins. And she was telling me she's like her skin color changed, her bags under her eyes, like no energy, and I'm like, and you're not allowed to work out, which makes it even worse because th- you're so deficient. They're like you would probably die oh, if you worked come out. Come on, there's a healthier oh, way, people. I know, but like how are how yeah. are these being allowed to be promoted? You know? Which is why we got to promote Lean Squad. Yeah. <laughs> and your transformation photos are they're, they're amazing. Like people are doing the work, they're putting in the time, they're watching what they eat, they're enjoying what they eat. Yeah. When you see these transformations and you hear from you know clients and their testimonies, like how does that make you feel? Because you're, you're making a difference in people's lives. Uh, I mean, it's, you know, it's the most gratifying thing because again, you know, we talked about earlier, like being healthy is like such a gift, right? Mm -hmm. Being able to move. There's so many people. uh, I went to an athlete's forum with, you know, a lot of uh, disabled or um, impaired athletes, you know, lost their legs from drunk driving accident or whatever it was. And, and they do not take it for granted. You know what I mean? So to be able to see these people transform and completely change their lives is like incredible feeling. Becoming fit, losing weight if that's your prerogative, can be very intimidating. What are your top tips for people who wanna join that world and wanna join a healthy community but are feeling a little bit intimidated by it? I think, you know, for me, it's, you gotta get started. Um, And if anyone, I always tell anyone, if anyone laughed at you or anything they're the ones who are insecure right because you're making a difference you know i think a lot of people suffer that when they go out they maybe try and order the healthy option and friends are ordering you know various different meals and they feel insecure about ordering but you're better in yourself so for me i think that's number one like be proud like i have failed so many times in my life you know i applied to oxford uh once upon a time and uh, i told everyone because i'm like you know what if i tell enough people you know, I'm going to really work hard and hopefully I'll get in. If I don't get in, anyone who laughs at me, at least I tried. Yeah. You know, there's a lot yeah. of people who aren't going to try. So my attitude is, you know, go for it, take the plunge. And, you know, if you truly just stay positive, you're going to you're gonna get to your end goal, whether it's tomorrow or, you know, 90 days or 180 days, whatever it is. And then, you know, don't think you have to climb the mountain in one day, I think, is huge, right? Like body weight, you know, super low intensity or super low impact workouts are great for someone who hasn't worked out in a long time, right? It's not my my thing was I never want to be there's a lot of intimidating fitness people out there, Mm -hmm. you know, doing backflips and stuff. And sometimes I do like hard exercise. I show some hard exercise, but I try and make sure that everyone knows there's a exercise for anyone. You know what I mean? There's yeah. a way to, you know, if, if you can't run, maybe it's punching a, a body bag for, you know, 15 minutes. You got to start somewhere. Somewhere, right? So what would you have studied at Oxford? Uh, yeah, so <laughs> hopefully no one from Oxford is listening. <laughs> but they basically said I could get into this one program. 
and then I was super stubborn and I was like, oh, I don't want to do that one program. Yeah. Um, so I wanted to apply the uh, graduate degree uh, for the social science of the internet. And it was like, it'd be people from like Google, Apple, you know, applying. It was like 15 people get in. The guy's like, I don't think you're going to get in. And I'm <laughs> like, well, I'm going to try. I'm going to try yeah. my best. <laughs> yeah. so you're not going to stop yeah. me. <laughs> so needless to say, I didn't go with his advice. Yeah. It didn't work out. But I did learn a lot, yeah. like applying and, you know, trying hard and, uh, I studied like crazy, yeah. you know, thinking, uh, that's the way you got to approach it. So, you know, for me, like, and if that was something like I would have just stuck at it if, if other opportunities didn't come, come at it, because I think, you know, I'm a big believer if I wanted to be a rocket scientist, I think, you know, again, it might not happen tomorrow, yeah. but in 50 years, if I worked hard enough, I could be there. So, uh, I'm not an excuse guy trying, you know look at things that you can achieve anything really if, if you're willing to put in the work yeah you gotta you yeah you can't just show up to the table you gotta sit there and do the work yeah and a lot of people think you know you're in a position you know on tv hosting whatever it is and they're like oh that looks easy i'll tell you what when i went into cbc for the first time ever i was like oh my god this is so hard <laughs> it was insane it's right? weird it's it's definitely i was i was garbage when i started i don't know how i got hired at much music <laughs> i really don't i look at some of that old footage and i'm like oh my gosh like are you a human or are you a robot it's it's interesting it's one of the if we're doing our jobs correctly as hosts and we make it look easy then we're doing our job yeah but i you know that's that, that goes with anything right yeah. it's like a lot of people look and like oh it looks so easy like you know i wish i could do that well you could do it if you go and work and you go yeah. to school or you do whatever you know you put hours and hours a day put yourself out there right it's uh it's the same with like what I learned with Instagram. A lot of people are like, oh, that person's just like an influencer. They got all these followers. And it, a lot of those people have put themselves out there for a long time. Yeah. Right. To get that following, which a lot of people aren't willing to do. So, yeah. Uh, if you go on Instagram with the sole purpose of wanting to be an influencer, yeah. <laughs> goodbye. Yeah. You want to go on Instagram and promote a message or yeah. a company or your hustle or, or be honest in some way and be authentic. A hundred percent. I think that's the right move. Yeah. But now more and more I'm seeing people where like it seems like their pure goal, their number one goal is to just become a quote influencer, which is backwards yeah no i i totally i'm actually giving a talk on that on uh monday really uh, yeah yeah i think it, it, you're right you know like again it goes that back to like kardashians right yeah. people are like oh i want to be a kardashian and it's like okay a reality tv star right yeah <laughs> like yeah oh you know you got to create something um and, and you need to look at is that going to make you a better person yeah. are you going to enjoy doing it and all these different things and so i think you know, you've got it nailed on the head, like healthy is hot. That's the right message, right? In I the, love in it. In the sense that, I brought you know, my little sign. You guys yeah, were just like staring it. at it. I love it. The hashtag, get it going. I mean, it started off when I was in the reality show at Much Music, when I was the furthest thing from healthy. And right. I, I just used it for the first time during that reality show when I got called out by my mom and she was like, what is going on? Where did you go? Because I wasn't eating. And then really? I went to the gym that night after being on the road for a month on the reality show and use the hashtag for whatever reason, it just came into my mind and I used the hashtag on Instagram and I made a public promise to myself that I would always strive for health, even if I got the job in the media industry and <laughs> it stuck. No, I love it. So did you make a change? Like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know why, but it just, that flipped a, it flipped a switch inside me. And then I started a website for healthy is hot and I just kind of focused on that. And then when I moved to Toronto, when I got the job, I right away immersed myself in a fitness community. So I joined a run club. I joined a gym. I had friends that went into fitness. 
Um, I fell in love with cooking healthy meals. My roommate was super healthy. So everything just kind of changed. I mean, I still struggle with food insecurity and body image every single day. Yeah. And there are definitely trigger points, but I... I'm so proud to be a healthy person. I yeah. like that I'm strong and I like that I can work out and I can run and, and I love eating healthy now. I still love my cheat days, yeah. cheat days and cheat meals. <laughs> whoopsies, Don't get me wrong. Whoopsies. Ton- whoopsies. Tonight is a whoopsie yeah. night. Tonight yeah. I am eating pizza. Oh, um, but yeah, so it's, but it's a journey and it's yeah. probably going to be the journey. I'm, I'm probably will be on forever. Yeah. No, I mean, uh, you know, that's something I've, I've never, um, been through, but I, kn- I know it's, uh, I can only imagine how, how tough it is and, you know, affecting your mental health, yeah. which is obviously that for me, like mental health all stems from, you know, being healthy. And, and I'm sure you've noticed a, a crazy change in your energy levels, happiness, mood, all that stuff when you made that switch, oh, yeah. right? A hundred percent. And I think I just love that we live in a time now where we can talk really openly about things like mental health or, or what I just shared in a non-judgmental forum. Like I do think there's a really big shift happening where people are celebrating honesty and um, especially when it comes to mental health uh, concerns, usually no one knows about them because yeah. it's you, know, you and your mind. And now we're like, no, let's break down the stigma. Let's have more open conversations. And I think mental health is the, the key to health. Like I think if you can uh, like stay in tune with your mental health and work on it and, and promote it to being healthier, then that will trickle into every element of health. Oh, for sure. I mean, you know, the, the times I've struggled with mental health the most were when I had concussions. And I remember I was sidelined, I think, for six weeks. And it is like, you know, it is a every day is like a battle. Right. Yeah. And, uh, you know, the problem with concussions for athletes is that you look fine. So you walk into training and you look like, you know, you don't have a broken arm. So everyone's just like, oh, Phil's fine or whoever is fine. And that really isn't the case. And that's obviously, you know, tons of people who are going through uh, mental health issues yeah. look fine. Yeah. But on the inside. But we got to be there for each other. Yeah, yeah, no, I agree. I mean, you're doing an amazing job. I, I want more videos of you just throwing vegetables <laughs> into pans <laughs> and you're like, oh, 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 oh. There's a lot on there. There's it's a lot great. on there. So check out Lean Squad on Instagram. There's a great website here on YouTube. Yep. Basically everywhere. Just feel free to Google Lean Squad and yeah. check out Phil's Apple music playlist. Yeah. Way before you do Sean's or Chris's. Yeah, exactly. You know, those Just guys, whatever. I Sean, think I'm Sean's above fine. Chris, but <laughs> I think, uh, yeah, definitely go for me. <laughs> and um, you are almost done your intermittent fasting, so you will get to eat those delicious yeah. very soon. But before I let you go, I always like to ask everybody, what does healthy is hot mean to you? It can be a word, a mantra, a feeling. Healthy is hot to me, I think, um, healthy it's exactly what it says really yeah. i think that's honestly for me it, you know it's not about how you look it's about how you feel um and you know if you're taking the steps to to be healthy then you're going in the right direction and, and again it's not a, a battle that happens overnight and you should be proud you know i'm, I'm proud I, I worked out this morning yeah. and I'm, I'm i feel great and you know you've got to have that attitude about about it and i think healthy is hot is something that signifies that hey you should be proud about being healthy Woo! I will, i'm just so proud that you're our first male guest <laughs> yeah. thanks for bringing a little bit of rugby uh, yeah 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 a little rugby talk like there it. thank you so much thanks for having me and just like that another episode of the healthiest hot podcast once again i'm your host chloe wild a huge thanks to the thompson hotel for hosting us today 
So if you enjoyed this conversation, feel free to subscribe so you never miss out. Rate and leave us a comment. Follow us on Instagram at Healthy is Hot. And remember, healthy is fucking beautiful. See you next week.